Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Welcome back to another Super Rugby Podcast with your hosts, Damien Moran and Toby Harris. Toby, 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 Toby. Oh, we haven't heard that one for ages. Yeah, and you know what? It's a good one. So you've got to bring it back, yeah. don't you? Well, it's just what you've got to do. It's what you've got to do. So question for you already, start the podcast. Was oh last gosh, week's games more bigger than this week's games? Uh, no. No, they weren't. Last week's games were bigger. Do you reckon? Because obviously this week you've got um, Aussie versus Wales. Yeah, big game. And, and pretty much whoever wins that is coming, yep. who's going through. Whoever loses mm, is pretty much, as long as Fiji win all their matches. No, so if, if Fiji had lost they're out yes. if they won they're, they're, they're in with a sniff Australia are still in with a sniff wait for this if Australia beat Wales yep then no so okay so Fiji if Fiji win the remainder of their games they yep. are through right if Wales beat uh, Oz then they go through if Oz beat Wales, it goes on bonus points and stuff. So basically, it all comes down to can the Welsh beat the Aussies? And can they? But I, I think they can. Um, will they is a different story. But I think you, you know, you get the best out of the Wales when their backs are to the wall. Yeah. So I, okay. I can't wait, mate. I I'm like a kid in a candy shop now. I'm getting into the World Cup and I'm a kid in a candy shop. And I'm having yeah. handfuls of sweets. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but also Paul D um, is, is a well, good one. You've got Ireland versus you know, South Africa got, as well. Well, no, Paul D, you've got England, yeah. Samoa, Japan. So Japan, Samoa are both on the same points. But then 
Argentina mm. have only played one game. Yes. So Argy have so to show up, like don't they? Because they didn't show up against England. Argentina have to win. Yep. Yeah, but then... Oh. Oh. <sighs> we'll get into it. We're going to get into it. We're going to get into it. Um, now, listen, we've, um, we've obviously got messages from our supporters, which is on the, on the next yep. slide. So uh, do you want to start off with... Uh, well, there's, there's no, you're wrong. So it, I know, I've made a mistake. It's Super Brew, but then there is some messages from our supporters. I can't see them. Not on my watch. All right, I, I'll, I'll have to do them. I'll have to do them. I've just got Super Brew. <laughs> uh, I'll do them then. So we've got uh, one from the Razzle okay. Dazzler, which should surprise you. Oh, shock. Um, we're safely home in Melbourne after an amazing whirlwind trip around the world. A highlight of which was having dinner with you and Tobes. Well, hey, that's right. Surely listened to the podcast for the first time this week and smiled when you mentioned our catch-up. So yeah. there you go, Shirley. I'm surprised she's only listened yeah. to it once. Surprised, Razzle I'm disappointed, to be honest. No, yes, I was just about to say I'm disappointed, actually. Um, Not good enough. Uh, so he goes, here are my thoughts on the the uh, points raised so far. Uh, DuPont, best ever, question mark, question mark, question mark. What has he won? How many Rugby World Cups, Grand Slams, or even Six Nations? Great, great question. Great point. Very good question. Uh, and then Cam versus Finlay debate. Cam has one more game-changing play than Finlay, uh, and Finlay's got 17 more caps. And And I think um, I watched the New Zealand game versus France with a non-rugby specialist, right? So basically someone similar to yourself. And... Um, <laughs> <laughs> And um, <laughs> hang on, a Mo, crikey! And, and he said, "It might just be that he's got ginger hair, but he ain't very good." <laughs> no, hey, they make a good point. Uh, and I think you're right, Cam Roy Gutter. He's only played a handful of matches, well, two, I think, and he's outplayed Finley for a bench position, hasn't he? Agreed. Uh, and his last, I totally agree. His last point, which is a good point, is don't have the uh, draw two years out. 12 months is enough. Um, you could have it in the previous November and it would be a great way to kick off and ramp up the hype. Now, I didn't realise this, but I was listening to another podcast. Did you know that the Football World Cup, um, they do the draw three months before the competition? I think it should be something similar, you know. And in that three months, or on that you know, three months before, it's done on world rankings. Because the world rankings, in theory, isn't going to change that much in three months, is it? No. And, uh, I mean... <sighs> yeah, may, maybe a touch because the warm-up games, but it's... Questionable. You know, it's it's not going to change that much. No. Um, now, I always thought that the argument was preparation, preparation, preparation. But World Cup football was a heck of a bigger competition than the Rugby World Cup. So if they can, if they can sort themselves out, then you know there's absolutely no argument for New Ze- uh, for for rugby to have to have three or two years to get themselves sorted. I I, I would guess maybe the football 
they they already they block book out sort of areas for um or maybe they i don't know how, how do they how do they do the hotels and stuff but they they obviously got around that problem yeah but yeah i i get what you mean i get what you mean but you could yeah how do you get around that how do you well, get around I, I'm that? guessing that um, the football they they block book stuff out for teams, so they just decide well we're going to need that many hotels, uh, so therefore we'll just block book it out, and then they categorise the the football teams and they say well that's that's yours that's yours that's yours. Yeah, it's not hard, is it? Yeah, to be fi- no, it's not difficult. It's not difficult. It's it's really not that difficult. They just need to go to the. I like the idea of it. You know, three months out. It also makes teams, you know, a bit more exciting because then you can't study who your opponent. You've got three months to study and that's it. You know, I'm sure you can do quite a lot in those three months, but it's not three years. Yeah, absolutely. So I, I agree with all of Rad Stadler's points. We always do. Well, what was his first, what was his first question? Uh, oh, best ever. Is DuPont the, is best, the best ever? ever. No. no. Now, I also listened to another podcast and they said, and they, they were like a, a rugby stats sort of gatherer. <laughs> that's, not a, that's not his job, but that's not a title of his job, rugby stats gatherer, but that's what he does for a living. Um, and they were saying statistically, Aaron Smith is a much better scrum half. Wow. So big moments, wow. speed of pass, uh, decision making, he beats DuPont on all fronts. But obviously, Dupont is the, the thing with Dupont is he's just got a bit of X factor, doesn't he? He has he has truckloads of X factor, doesn't you he? You know, I think Aaron Smith is safe. Now he'll do a box kick, he'll do a pass, yeah, he'll do a little dart every now and then. Yeah. But Dupont, you just don't know. No, now what I would say, in a way, Aaron Smith is predictable. Yes, Johnny Sexton, no X factor, predictable, but good. But who would you rather have? Would you rather have Richie Mwanga or would you rather have Johnny Sexton? Because kind of similar. I'm not sure. Very true. I mean, I love Richie Mwanga. I would marry yes. Richie Mwanga and have children with him. But Sexy Sexton, wow. he's more my age. How how would that happen? Hey, listen, it's, it's um, 2023, mate. It's 2023. Yeah, you're right. Um, you're right. So, yeah. Anyway, um, next up is Alos Amigos. Ah, what Larry. is more surprising? Wales it's, and England. Hola, amigos. Oh, yeah, yeah. Thank you. Thank you for translating that for me. Um, Wales and England leading their pools or the fact that the Australia might not make it out to the quarterfinals. Um, I am surprised England are leading their pool. I'm surprised both, really. Um, I'm not massively surprised that... I I am surprised that Wales are leading the pool. Um, I am surprised that England are leading the yeah, pool, but I'm not. Wales are leading the pool. Can I just say Wales are leading the pool? Where's my uh, here? Wales are leading the pool. I'm going to say it again. <laughs> Wales are leading the pool because they've beaten, all right, Fiji and what Portugal? Yes, but they've won no, all their or games. Was it Georgia? But they haven't played anyone of real difficulty, have Fiji. they? Fiji. They are very difficult. Fiji blew it, though. They did blow it. They blew it. 
Simi Ren Raja. You know who I've been disappointed with? Sorry? I've been disappointed with Georgia at the moment. Ah, very, very much so. I thought this might have been their World Cup. And and they've still got some opportunities. You could imagine... They've only played one game. You can imagine Fiji. uh, Fiji got to play them. Yes. Now that will be a good game. That will be... Because, you know, Fiji up for two games. It's going to be very difficult for them to be up again. Um, That will be a very good game. mm, That will be, won't it? Uh, Next one. What would your guilty pleasure be for the World Cup... Uh, for this World Cup to happen, what would your guilty pleasure be? What do you mean? Who would? Oh, okay. Um, my guilty pleasure. Yeah. England to get beaten by Fiji again in the quarterfinals. That would be fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> that would be great. I, I might go further than that and say England to be beaten by Australia in the quarterfinals. Okay. Because that would be right. I mean, Eddie Jones. That would be a hell of a game. Eddie Jones would be absolutely loving that. But I, I, I think he Fiji would. to top the pool. Uh, and then who would they play? Can't, I can't see that happening. They would play. Here, I'll bring it up. They would play. Argentina, um, potentially. Well, yeah. They'd play you Argentina, know, I, Japan, I could, or Samoa. I could see... Fiji making the semis. That would be great, wouldn't it? And do you know what the headline would be? Go on. Semi's got a semi. Semi. <laughs> Semi's got a semi in the semis. <laughs> <laughs> That's good from you. I was thinking it, but I wasn't fair to say it. <laughs> <laughs> and we're off the air. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that, I think that would be fantastic, wouldn't it? You know, actually... I don't know a team that would fancy playing Fiji. You wouldn't fancy them, would you? You wouldn't sort of go and... I don't think there's a world team that would go, oh, I'd really like Fiji in the quarters because you've literally... You've got everything to lose. Yes. They've got everything to gain. you would go in saying, right, we're playing Fiji, so it's easier than playing South Africa. Yeah, very true. Very, very true. Um, It says, in my opinion... England has the easiest group by far. Yes, you're right. If nothing changes, my prediction of England versus Fiji in the quarters will come true. And nothing satisfies me more than the fact that the Fijians are going to crush the English. So guilty because England makes quarterfinals. But the pleasure of Fijian victory has no price. (laughs) And that is from Larry. Got to love Larry. Larry. Uh, and last one, Jason Styles. G'day, boys. Um, how are you both feeling uh, of the Rugby World Cup so far? I think it's been great how the Tier 2 teams are set up, except Romania. Uh, why is South Africa picking Pollard instead of a direct replacement for Marks? Can South Africa win the World Cup with number one? Oh, with one number two. So basically, they haven't replaced Marks at hooker. Right, okay. They do have players that have played hooker before who are playing in different positions. But it's a big ask, isn't it? Because let's be honest to say that was one of their biggest weapons was bringing on a completely new front row and having either Bongi or 
Malcolm Marks coming off the bench is... But Malcolm Marks is a hell of a player. You know, arguably the best hooker in the world. Yes. Uh, I, I'm kind of struggling... Definitely a couple of years ago. I'm, I'm kind of struggling to think of anyone better. True, yeah. You know, there might be someone out Montoya. there that I can't... Doesn't come to mind, but, you know, he's a hell of a player and... He's a guy Mont- who Montoya can change Argentina. a game. Yes, he can change a game. Mm. Mm. Um, do you think they can win without a direct replacement? Yes or no? Yeah. Yeah, I think they can too. Yes. In fact, Ireland and South Africa for me are, are that little bit further ahead now than any other any other sides. Yes. I just think that France, when they roll out some of their sort of second string players, uh, they do struggle some, somewhat, that's for sure. Yes. Now, mate, it's time for Super Brew. Now, you've got a big smile on your face, don't you? Where did that come from? Eight from eight, mate. And I I absolutely savaged it. It's because you, um, yeah, you got all of them right. I know. I I got I got the Fiji game wrong. Oh, and that's where I you beat Australia. I was doing pretty good. Yeah, yeah. That, well, you know what? I, can I just say? I have to say, I thought I forgot Tello, to do it. I forgot. I you? thought I forgot to do it, and then I looked and went, I, I got eight from eight. Um, you thought you did well, but Tello Australia, Australia's. He went up 69 spots. Wow. <laughs> wow. Um, but we're going bottom four. Yeah. Okay. Now, um, Ashman, Cash, and Swano, I don't think, are partaking, which is really, really disappointing. Cool. Disappointing. Uh, BG Williams, uh, Derek's 13, Easy E, and Skiwi Dave. Not good. Those are the bottom ones. Yeah, top four, mate. Top four, uh, Chaos, The Log, Niels, and The Tobinator. You're still hanging in there, aren't you, mate? You're hanging in there. I'm still hanging there. But Chaos is, he's three points ahead of everyone else. That's a lot, actually, for this stage, isn't it? It's a hell of a lot. Yes. Because I did make up some ground on you. I think I'm only point. You went up 21 spots. (laughs) 21 spots. You're like, you're... You're zero point zero um, eight away from behind. Yeah, me. behind you. That's a good place to be behind you, mate. It's better than look. But can I just say I'm in another front. pool? I'm in another pool. Somehow I entered another yeah. one, and I got I got top of the pops. Did you? Yep, top of the pops. What's that pool for? I don't know. <laughs> Some different one. You two timing the, the super matters. I'm you two timing the uh, super rugby podcast uh, fraternity. Yeah, oh, I hate that I got it wrong. Loads of people got all of the games right. Yeah, I have to say I'm surprised by that because I did do Fiji, but it was more with the heart than the head. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I mean the other games were relatively easy to pick, I guess, but that was the that was the defining one, wasn't it? Mate, it's time for uh, breaking news. It is. It is indeed. 
I'll go first. Whoa, this whoa, is, whoa, whoa. by the way, whoa. breaking news is proudly supported by our Patreon members. You just need, you, mate. You just need to chill out. You mate. have one job, and I did it really well. <laughs> so my first one. All right, the Springboks have already named their team against Ireland. Yep. And guess what they've gone and done? Put Pollard in there. No, because he's injured for the first for that. He's injured. No, is he? What have they done then? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Go and tell me. They've gone a seven-one split on the oh, bench. Oh, have they? <laughs> Do you know what though? Like, I genuinely think it's a bit of a master strike for them because they're just playing to their to their strengths, aren't they? They've got a playing to their strength, and if something goes wrong in the back line, some of those forwards can easily play. Quagga Smith. He could play on the wing. Easily. Um, yeah. But also, like, they've got, f- you know, they've got scrum half replacements. They've got, like, Moody who can play on the wing at fullback. Um, they've got centres who can play at 10. Um, pretty much their replacement scrum half does cover with people shifting around. Um, you know, their whole, their, whole, um, their whole back line. So good on them. I mean, I do, I do hope... That if we play them in a in a quarter, that um, they do a seven and one split, and then they have like three injuries in the backs, um, that would be really a bit of a guilty pleasure. Um, but you it know, would. you've got to say that it's worked for them, definitely worked for them against New Zealand, and potentially it's going to be their sort of you know big big piece to the puzzle against Ireland because if you do dominate yeah. in the scrum and line out. And at breakdown, then you're a pretty tough team to to beat. I agree. I always think that with South Africa, if you let them get off to a good start, they're very, very tough to um, overturn later in the game, aren't they? Yeah. Ireland are going to have to match them in aggression, speed, everything in that first 10 minutes. Who do you think will come out winner of that game. I think South Africa will. Wow. I'm going to go Ireland. That's such that's such a tough game to pick. I'm going to go Ireland because I just can't see any weaknesses. Like, they might not have superstar players across the field. Like, you wouldn't say James Lowe is a superstar player. You wouldn't say um, Johnny Sexton is a superstar. I'm, I, he's an he's an incredible player, one of the best players in the world. But he's not um, he's not a match breaker type thing. But what they just so it's, consistent, and that consistency such, wears teams down. So these two teams are probably the most likely to win the World Cup, yes. and they're playing in the pool. Yes, how good's that? It's ridiculous. Well, you say it's good, but you maybe know. not good. Maybe not good. But how ridiculous is it? Like this is the final. The, yeah, very much so. This could be the final. This could be the final. So you're picking Ireland to win. Ah, uh, yes, but only only by how much? Oh, like it's going to be tight, eh? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's going to be like five, isn't it? I can't imagine Ireland. Um, I just think Ireland are more likely to win the pool match. And, and more likely to lose later on. Um, you know, we, yes, we, we saw yeah, South Africa that. lose to New Zealand in the pool match and then go on to yep. crush 
England, well, crush England in the final. I'm not sure crush, but dominate. Well, they beat them. Dominate that game yeah. quite significantly, I'd say. Yeah. Mate, my, my first story is uh, Borthwick ignores booze, claims growth is visible in England attack. Um, have you seen any evidence that England have any attack at all? Okay, so the tries that they scored um, on the weekend against Japan, uh, one was a five-metre botched Japan like Japanese uh, line out. Yeah. Went over. Uh, it was a, it went over the back. Japan then knocked it on. And then it was like two phases and score. Yeah. It was gifted to them on a plate. Now. Their second try was a fluke because it hit Marla in the head. It gave him a falcon, didn't it? <laughs> and they went through and scored. Now I they've got nothing. No, I only watched the second half of this match, and I was on my knees praying the whole time that that uh, Japan were going to win. But I did see a yep. little bit from England. I, I think obviously I didn't see. They were comfortable the whole game. I felt like they were going to win. Okay, okay, because like people are absolutely dishing the dirt on them, saying you know they're awful. I, I just kind of think, well, they were awful in the first game. You know, and I think the only but they way found a way to win—that's the only way they're going to win. So I think Borthwick is right. You know, why would you listen to it all? They don't need to spin the ball wide to win these games. And um, in fact, no. they're less likely to win if they do spin it wide because Johnny May's not the player he used to be. Elliot Daly's not the no. player he used to be. Um, Stewart's very pedestrian in attack. Good under the high ball, but that's about v- it. Very good under the high ball, though, isn't he? Yeah. You know, he's the yep. world's best player under the high ball, I'd say. But I would, I would, I would agree. You know, they've got a very good kicker. George Ford, you know, managed the game well. They've got obviously Farrell, who will do the same or similar job. Uh, Tuolangi's not the player he used to be. So, you know, the, the more they throw at the round, the, the, the weaker they look, in my opinion especially against a, a bigger opposition, that's for sure. Mate, your second story. Um, well, I'm just, I've just read here, like, Brian O'Driscoll. Um, and I'm going to go back to the Ireland game because it is probably the game of the weekend, isn't it? It is, yeah. And he's just sort of mentioned here, you know, it is a big ask for a 38-year-old as in Johnny Sexton, having, I know that the Six Nations, you play quite a few games, but you've got rest weeks. And I know that they get a rest week here, but, you know, you're looking at three pool games, you're looking at um, semi-quarter, sorry, quarter-semi-final. So potentially, you are looking at six games within seven weeks whereas the six nations are sort of five games within seven weeks isn't it yes that's hard on that's hard on a normal professional player who's 25 yes but you're looking at someone who's 38 you know i'm not saying he's not fit or not strong 
but genetically or not genetically but you yeah, know yeah yeah the body the body does not recover like it used to the body doesn't recover like it used to he's not a young whippersnapper anymore he um he definitely is not a young whippersnapper anymore i mean when you're 38 i remember i i, I finished playing rugby when i was about 35 and i went back and played a game a very lowly uh game of rugby and I absolutely loved it. But I was sore for the whole week after. Yeah. Whereas, you know, normally I would just, uh, I just. You'd be sore for maybe a day or two. Yeah. But from impact. And then that's it. You know, a few little niggles, maybe a sore shoulder. But then by Monday, you're okay. You're back training, aren't that's you? A, definitely, definitely by Tuesday. You, you're shaking off. Now, any- now I know. I know that you're literally playing against, you know, cars <laughs> at the professional game, but yeah. then your body's conditioned to it. Yeah. So it's all relative, isn't it? He must have a very good masseuse. That's all I've got to say. His sport therapist must be unreal. Uh, yeah, unreal. Um, yeah, at 38. I thought he was like, yeah, I thought he was a bit younger than that. But um, even so, it's uh, incredible and Good on him. Good on him for keep on tuning it out. He is a hell of a competitor, that's for sure. Uh, Fiji respond to talk of rugby championship inclusion. Um, obviously, they're very, very keen on becoming a stable part of the rugby championship. What are your thoughts on that? Oh, I like it. And again, I like how it's not um, the tri-nations or the quad nations or the six nations. It's the rugby championship. So... In future years, they can add, can't they? You know, I think Japan should be in there. That's what they've missed. They've missed, and that's why Japan have gone down, because they've missed having the Sun Wolves yes. in the Super Rugby competition. Yeah. And they haven't, they just haven't had the competition. Um, I think you've hit the nail on top of the head, and you've seen that now with Argentina. You know, Argentina... Uh, a year ago were like doing really really well beating well they were beating Australia beating top teams they beat South Africa um, they beat New Zealand a few couple of times yeah uh, did they beat England as well I think they beat England they might have been yep they beat England at home yeah um, <clears throat> whereas no that, away you know that they were part of Super Rugby and now they're not and we can start to see yep. the dip in, a dip in form. So it is a massive benefit to have a team uh, regularly playing together. Uh, and I'm going to talk about that and what caught my eye. But, you know, the fact that the Sunwolves don't have that, uh, the Fiji Juradu now, and Juradu, um, Argentina used to have the Haguares. So, you know, there, it's not, it's um you know it's quite simple to see you you need to have that so if Japan can be part of the rugby championship year in year out build to that you know uh, and Fiji it, it's fantastic for for those now, I would be arguably if I was uh, New Zealand Australia South Africa and Argentina I would be I'd be signing them up so fast because what do they both bring? To the to the game, they they're good rugby to watch. Great rugby to watch. People will pay to watch it, and you know. But then also, Japan, 
it's growing sport. We know we had the Rugby World Cup there last time. And apparently, um, was it like a third of the population watched the opening match that they played against Chile? Yes. The third of Japan's population. So they are... Which is like 60-odd million, sorry. (laughs) 60,000. Wow. Gee, the population there shrunk. Um, can't say that. You know, that's, um, that is something, isn't it? You know, there's a lot of eyes. In, and when rugby's all about, at the moment, trying to find new uh, revenue streams, a competitive Japanese side would be a very important part uh, of New Zealand, Australia, and South Africa. The TV like, rights let, let's, w- yeah. would, be, would be significant. Let's just look at it, though, from like a, a team point of view you've got um south africa new zealand australia they're the ones aren't they then you've got argentina who are in there also yeah then if you put in fiji japan yeah so now that's six done yeah done that's six don't you go chucking no more in big fella no no i'm not going to but what you could do is you could have a tier a bottom Uh, tier underneath that you know, let's say uh, Tonga, Samoa, uh, Canada, USA, um, Chile. Yeah. You know, um, then that's uh, five. Portugal. Portugal are more, that's further away, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, you're right. It's you're a right, long way it. to travel. Yeah. And I know like, like Chile and stuff, but then maybe Namibia. Namibia. Namibia, good. Very good. You know, and you've got, again, six teams, and then you could have... A tiered system. Yeah, I, I like it. And and I wouldn't even, you know, as you say, tiered system with promotion and relegation. Yes. Yes. Yeah. With promotion and relegation. You know, and you could have you could have the bottom three teams go down, the bottom three teams come up, maybe. Now, what I would say is this I wouldn't have the bottom teams go down. I'd have the bottom teams play a playoff game. To see who, if they go, if they stay, do you know what I mean? Like, imagine if you've got, um, let's say Fiji. Okay. Yep. Let's just say Fiji. Fiji become bottom, and and yep. Tonga become top. Uh, yep. They should play a game, and the winner, the winner goes up or or stays up or whatever. Oh, that's harsh. Nah, mate. You have got to have the best teams harsh. in the top. Maybe, comp. maybe. No, but maybe you have the winner for winning that bottom competition goes up yeah but then second place like let's say the bottom goes down yeah the top goes up but then there's second to last yeah and yeah okay they have they play off yeah so you you know you get something for winning that competition otherwise oh i've won it and then oh i've lost it so i've got to stay down yeah true true you know you want to have something you're a kinder man than me basically that's what i'm saying yeah (laughs) But I think I think you can though. You know, Fiji are good enough. They've beaten Australia. They've beaten England. Japan are good enough. They beat South Africa. You know, they have beaten. They almost teams, they almost beat New just, Zealand. They, not that long ago, they almost beat New Zealand. I know it was our beating, and they almost beat France. It was like twenty five twenty. Yeah, yeah. You know, you you've got to look at it like that, where if they play good teams they'll become better yes you know if you have Chile playing 
Tonga, Samoa. Yeah, you're definitely Canada. You've they're, definitely they're got get better. To, you've got to find ways of growing. Uh, and we've seen that, haven't we? You look at this World Cup. We are seeing, you know, um, Japan used to get battered by over 100 points. Yeah. So um, one of the things I'm going to talk about, what, what caught your eye, I'm hearing people say, oh, you know, Romania shouldn't be in the competition and and um, these teams, these minnows shouldn't be there. Yes, they should be. Because, you know, Fiji were once a minnow. Um, Japan were yes. once a minnow. So you've got to have them in so that they can, you know, Argentina used to get absolutely thrashed by everyone. Um, not anymore. Yeah. Italy, but the look same. At Portugal. They're coming up, you know. Por- yeah. So. Yeah. Well, Italy beat Australia. Italy have, you know, it. Yeah, I know. It's, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. And shall we do move yeah. on to that, mate? What what has caught your eye over the weekend? What were the big things? We've already probably covered some of them. We have, yeah. We've covered most. Um, Australia obviously losing to Fiji. South Africa winning to nil. Yeah, that was That big. was impressive. New Zealand pretty much winning to nil. You know, 71-3. That's, that's impressive. You know, have we turned a corner? I know it's Namibia, <laughs> but there was some good stuff. There was some good there stuff. There was some good stuff. There and was I know some good stuff. It's like playing schoolboys. Nah, nah. I, 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 it was good stuff. But you know, if I was an All Black, I'd want, I'd want to play that game. <laughs> oh, hundred percent. Yeah. Get your try scoring. Yeah, uh, get your try scoring. Your run stats up. Um, okay, so for me, the surprise match there was obviously, I mean, I obviously picked Fiji to win, but it still was a bit of a surprise that on how they won. But it was the Island-Tonga match, you know, 59-16. I expected a bit more from Tonga. Yes, I get that. And maybe... I get that, but... Does that show Island's class? Yeah. Um, And I was disappointed to see, obviously, England beat, beating Japan. I wasn't surprised, but... um. Mate, I'm going to boil it down for you here, just down to a few things. Um, I've got cohesion. I listened to an amazing podcast all about cohesion and about teams who has, going into the tournament, before the game, any games was played, they had this guy who, who uh, looked at cohesion and he said these were the teams to watch out for when it comes to cohesion. Number one, Ireland. Ireland have the best cohesion out of any side. Um, South Africa, because they have pretty much played together as a group uh, for since the last World Cup. New Zealand, because New Zealand are a small country, super rugby teams, a lot play for the Crusaders. Scotland, the big one he said was Scotland, and he did like Fiji. Strangely enough, cohesion with France was a big concern. And he mentioned that as soon as uh, the top flight players go down, like a Roman Intermac, um, they don't have those guys who have played enough games to come in. So I thought it was really, really interesting. It sounds pretty interesting. <laughs> thought you'd nod it off there. <laughs> <laughs> and I've got here, watch out for Fiji, because they're coming, because you look at world rugby. If they get into, they've got the Jura. They get into the rugby championship. Um, they're only going to get better, and they're already bloody good. 
Hundred percent. And you know, I think I think that's the key. If they get into the rugby championship along with Japan, it becomes a more exciting competition, you know. Australia, you know, if they don't turn a corner then they'll they'll keep losing to those teams. Argentina could potentially lose to them, you know. It's it is exciting. You know, they could scare they could scare South Africa and New Zealand. It's it it is exciting if they get in, but I can't see Japan getting in too, but it needs to happen. I think they've both got to come in at the same time. Yeah. Because if yeah. they both come in at the same time, it'll give them a hell of a game at least. You know, don't get me wrong, Fiji could come in day one and and do pretty well. Um but I think if you come in with another country who also are starting off, it'll soften that process a bit for you because you've always got, you know, two games, three games to really target. Whereas, you know, if you just feel like you're playing New Zealand and South Africa, um, you know, and you're traveling around the world, it's pretty tough to go back to back to back to back, isn't it? And not have a slightly easier game to play. and that's that, that's it for me. I mean, again, Ethan De Groot, oh, the bunker, mate, the bunker, um, the bunker is an issue for me because what we're seeing now is after the Owen Farrell issue, after there's some yep. of these clay, it's basically you get sent off for a yellow, and you are way more likely to get sent off for a red now, and not come back. Yes, it's. Almost like, well, if you've hit yellow card threshold, it's probably red because the bunker yeah. go into, you know, they second guess themselves by the looks of it and they always err on the side of caution and, and say it's a red. Yes. And then there's a knock-on effect with players missing games. Because is De Groot two matches out? Um, I actually don't know, but you probably know more than me. Um, I believe... Yeah, I think it's two games. And... and did you see the incident? Um, I did. It it was high. Yeah, he did tuck. He did tuck the arm, didn't he? Yeah, he didn't. He didn't. I think the problem there was there was no wrap. Yeah, I, I. That's the that's the mitigating factor of no wrap. I think Tom Curry got a two match ban, and I thought he was incredibly hard done by. Um, yep. I think if Ethan De Groot didn't get a two match ban, then you would have been it would have been farcical. But I don't want either of them to have any ban because I didn't think either of them were, were bad enough to have a ban, that's for sure. No, no. Um, mate, it's time for questions. This is the question from Anthony. Have you got that one up? Do you want to read that? Yes, I can read that. If you were a glory hunter and could join any World Cup side on the coaching team, which team would it be and why? Different forms of glory here, isn't there? Because if you're a Fijian coach. Yes. Oh, you beat me to it. Do you know what I mean? Like, that'd be glory to make it, you know, get into the semis, wouldn't it? Yeah. I'd love to see semi with a semi and a semi. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I'd love to... um, I'd love to be in the Irish camp. Yes. Yeah. Um, just because I think they're a, a bloody good team and they seem 
like you you've mentioned earlier about cohesion they just seem like a good team like almost like a highlanders team you just want to be around them yes i agree um what about france though like the french at home with that they are some good looking lads can't understand them (laughs) they've got great i can't speak french they've got great like match day suits you'd look good in one of their match day suits with their white trainers oof Oof, yes, I would, sir. <laughs> um, who else? Who else? I'd love to be in the New Zealand camp. Yeah, you. Yeah, I mean, glory hunter though. You know, are they? Are they, are they gonna? I think they. I think they might oh. struggle. Um, I mean, I hope not. But the way it's looking at the moment, it's so tough, isn't it? Yeah, it's so tough. I mean, if you're glory hunter and you. M- and you want to be most likely to make a semi, then you've got to go on the other side of the draw, <laughs> and then you'd either be hosting, then you'd be <laughs> England, yeah. Argentina. I mean, it's no. You you want to be yeah. one of the big boys. I mean, oh, yeah, Scotland's an outside bet as well. Scotland is an outside bet. You know, if if South Africa beat uh, Ireland, you know Ireland, yeah. they're not guaranteed to beat. Scotland? No, no, that's very true. That's scary. That's very true, sir. <laughs> that's another big oh. match. Wow. Oh, Absolutely. wow. So if, if, so Scotland, yeah, so Scotland will beat Tonga and Romania. Okay. Yes. God, that would mean that they, oh my gosh, that means if they would beat them by it with two bonus points. Oh, wow. my God. Yes. I mean, oh, there's a lot to be played for in this World Cup. It's just so exciting. And, um, you know, I, I I just hope that the um, the, the quarters, the scenes. But then if Ireland beats South Africa and Scotland beat Ireland, South Africa's out. Hang on. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> no, cause that, no, hang on. Because you know? if... if uh, if Ireland beats South Africa and then yep. they beat Ireland. Wow. Yep. Okay. So either way, um, the Scots have just got to beat Ireland, don't they? Yes. God. Yeah. What a tough old pool that is. I mean, really is the pool of death. But, you know, in the past there's been pools of death and this is the pool of the death of the death. But did we think that the pool of the pool of death now really is Wales, Fiji, Australia. Oh, yeah, but I mean, oh, I, I kind of think... Who did Georgia play? Did Georgia play Australia? Georgia played Australia, yes. So Georgia could... Georgia have beaten Wales. In the past, yes, in the past. Yes? Yes. Georgia could beat Fiji, you know. On their day, they could do it. Yeah, and someone I, someone has said they're quite a good matchup, Georgia, because you know they they won't allow Fiji to have a lot of um, free flowing ball. Yeah. Mm. Okay, mate. Uh, so who would you go for though? You, we we haven't actually picked. Who would you go for? Uh, Fiji. Yeah. Uh, do you know what? I'm going to join you because. Yeah. Oh, would be good. would be yeah, good glory, coaching, coaching team. Yeah, glory it? hunters. You know, you're guaranteed probably a quarter, and then you got nothing to lose, do you? Got nothing to lose. 
all to gain. Um, my question to you is, are New Zealand yep. back on track? It's hard to tell against a team like Namibia. They did look good, though, didn't they? Against Namibia. Do you know what? <laughs> Do you know what? I I actually like the team they played, as in they played it. They played uh, Fainuku, didn't they? Um, yeah, they did. They played Damien McKenzie. They played Cam, oh, he, Cam Royguard. Oh, yeah. Now the thing, the thing for me is that they played those players. Yeah, they played well, but there were some mistakes, and against a better team, we would have oh, been punished for those 100%. mistakes. My my, you know, my so take on. My take on this is they are not back on track. Okay. That if they play Italy also, do you know, and, and, and they play yeah. well against Italy and they dominate Italy and they beat them by like 50, then they're back on yeah. track. But not okay, right so now. Okay, you, so you're looking for a 50 plus I mean, don't get me wrong. Italy. I don't think they will beat them by 50, but what I'm trying to say is they have to have an incredibly dominant performance against a, a pretty good... You know, Italy are a decent side, so if they can replicate much of what they um, did the other night against a better team, I, I think we could turn around and say, well, they're back on track. But at the moment, you know, they had a run out against um, some pretty pretty average um, opposition. Yeah, so I, I would be back on track as in, okay, New Zealand are doing better now if we beat Italy by 30 plus. Okay. Okay. All right. I like that. You got a question for me, mate? I do. What is the game of the weekend? This weekend. Okay. So I'm going to go through them. Yeah, I'm going to go through them. Please. Italy, Uruguay tomorrow. That's not a bad game. (laughs) France, Namibia. Yeah. Okay. That'll be interesting to see what the score is. Mm. In that French Namibia game. Yep. Next one, Friday. Argentina Samoa. That's a good game. That's a good game right there. Yep. Yep. Georgia Portugal. Be a good game. Yep. England Chile. Nah. No. Should win that. Uh, South Africa Ireland. Definitely the big game of the weekend, isn't it? Okay, just listen. Yeah. Uh, Scotland Tonga. That'd be a good game as well, I think. Yeah. Wales, Australia. Oh, it's massive. <laughs> Absolutely that, massive. Yeah, I think I think there's more riding on that game than the other game. Oh, I know. I think you're absolutely right. There's a, you know, basically Australia lose, they're out. Um, yes. Wales lose, quite possibly they're out. So... Um, you know, it's all to play for. Whereas um, South Africa and, and and Ireland, you know, it's it's a dent, but it's not a big dent, is it? You know, no. You know, so um, I definitely. You'd assume that they would beat Scotland. Big game, mate. Big games, and I just can't wait. I can't wait to watch um, all of those games that you've mentioned there and thoroughly enjoy kind of pulling them to pieces. So. I, I, yeah. I do like 
there's a couple of tactics that I've seen that have come through that you know New Zealand are trying to employ uh, the cross field pass. I like how they're doing that against the rush defence. I like how Ireland are breaking down opposition, um, still using loop moves. Um, it's just fascinating. And Fiji just can score two tries in like two minutes, and you know, know. oh. It's just breathtaking Completely to watch. Completely changed the game. Breathtaking to watch, mate. Hey, listen. Um, to finish off the show, our, our World Cup question for us both is name the worst team to win the World Cup and uh, the best team to lose the World Cup. Okay. So I've best, the, the worst team... To win sorry, it. Sorry, I'm going to go with the best team to lose the World okay. Cup final. Go for it. Uh, New Zealand 95 Agreed Agreed They were the best team to lose it And Do you think They would have lost it If they hadn't have had food poisoning Uh, No Does that then make The worst team to win the World Cup That South African team at that time No (sighs) Okay so I agree with you, the best team not to win it is that 95 World Cup team from New Zealand, but who then is the worst team to win it? Well, there's only one, there's only one, isn't there? (laughs) You're not going to say England. (laughs) England, 03. (laughs) You can't, I mean, they were a good side, mate. They were a good side, they They were a good kicking side. They had green. Johnny. They just didn't use the players very well, but they were a good nah. side. Good forward pack. Yep. Okay, they were a good side. And they dominated world Fine. rugby. They they were number one in the world going into that um yep. into that competition. And they were one of the only ones at that time. Oh, no, that's a lie, actually, because I think New Zealand. Yeah, no. Okay. But it's not. Basically, my point being was they dominated world rugby and they still managed to get over the line against Australia. Yes. Australia at home. And it took Johnny Wilkinson and a drop goal to do it. But uh, it's a tough one. I'm not going to say 03. The only Northern Hemisphere team to win it. The only Northern Hemisphere team to win it. I'm going to say, now, I know this is quite a questionable one, but 2011, the way New Zealand won that final was disgusting. We we played truly dreadful. So... If yep. you want to say which team played the worst and still won it in the final, I think that New Zealand team played the worst rugby uh, and still won. So, but I'm going to go 95 just because yep. okay. uh, I couldn't imagine South Africa doing what they did. Um, I think New Zealand absolutely dominated them, you know, Shortly before that World Cup, and then get turned over in the in the final. Okay, look, I'm just looking at this um, this finals list. New Zealand been in the final four times. Yeah. Australia been in the final four times. England have been in the mm. final four yeah. times. I didn't know that. Yeah, they they do have a tendency. I to always sneak forget in, about 07. They? they do. Always forget about 07. I I mean, they were dreadful in 07 as well. 
that we could go and say what's yeah. what's the worst team to make a final? <laughs> England 07. 07. and they almost bloody won the final in 07 as well. You I know, know. It was, a, it was a bootlace on the on the whitewash, and it could have been different. So, but yeah, mate, listen, um, it's been a hell of a show. I've enjoyed it. Can't wait for the next one, mate. Hell of a show. Um, yeah. What can people do to support us? Uh, they can like, share, subscribe. Uh, five star review email email twitter yeah yeah um uh there's facebook you know messenger us uh i'm on there so please send us a message we can we can read everything out on the podcast <laughs> next week so i love it we can we, just we love can a message, don't we, we can read it out or we can bumble and and stumble through reading it out uh, we can we can absolutely <laughs> chop it to pieces <laughs> Super Brew, don't forget to do Super Brew. Should we do Super Brew right now? Should we do Super Brew right now? Let's do our picks. Now, I got eight out of eight last week. <laughs> so yeah, should have listened to you. should have listened to me. It. All right, I'm just uh, doing my phone here. Just doing my phone. Um, Super Brew. Okay, I don't think I've done it this week yet. Okay, so first, oh, yes. Yes, I have done it. So I've gone Italy by 15 against Uruguay. Italy by 15? Yeah, that's tomorrow, isn't it? Tomorrow night. Yes, I've gone Italy by 18. Okay, I've gone France by 60 versus Namibia. Okay, by 6-0. By 6-0, yeah. I've gone Argentina by 15 against Samoa. Georgia by 15 against Portugal. England by 40 by Chile. Um, South Africa losing to Ireland by 10. Um. (sighs) And then Scotland to beat Tonga by 10 and Wales to lose to Australia by 10. So there you go, mate. Wales to lose to Australia. So you've gone Australia to win. I have. Gone Australia to win, mate. Australia a favourite. Well, it's pretty much neck and neck. Yeah, I think it's tough, isn't it? I mean, I, I think Wales probably can definitely beat them, but I kind of want Australia to win. I yeah. kind of want them to win. You know? Wow. Steve Hansen. He he went in the, and you know he made a difference and they've won now. The last four times they've played, Australia have only won once. <sighs> Got to turn around that stat, stat don't you? <laughs> wow, <laughs> that's a terrible stat against wow. Wales. That's a terrible stat. <laughs> terrible stat. All right, mate. Well, listen. My oh my, it's been a pleasure to do the podcast with you. Uh, until yes. next week. See you later. Sports Social Podcast Network. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, over limited by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.